Hey everyone, this is Truly Honest. Um, we're back again. Uh, today's podcast is going to be a little bit different today. Um, no real dating stories and drinking stories on this one. Uh, we wanted to pivot and talk really kind of about professional experiences. So we're going to go into kind of how we got to where we are based on our jobs, lessons we've learned along the way, um, and really just kind of go from there. I'm sure there will be a funny story or two, but (laughs) we kind of wanted to just give more advice on a different path in that sense. Um, So Lissa, what was your first job? Yeah. So my first job was actually at McDonald's. Um, I got the job like three days before my 16th birthday because I was told that if I didn't have a job, I couldn't drive. Ooh. That's a good incentive. Yeah. So I was like, all right. And I had been applying for jobs for months, but no one wants to hire anyone under the age of 18 for like labor law restrictions, stuff like that. So the only place that I could get an interview with was McDonald's. Could you not get a work permit? Well, like you have a work permit, but like you, whenever you're under 18, you can only work certain hours, like till oh, 10 true. p.m. on a school night. And there's a lot of laws involved. So, yeah, McDonald's gave me a chance, and um, I worked there for three years. Wow. Yeah. Now, I have a question. Yeah. Is it true that there is a hamburger university? Yeah. So, like, once you become a manager, you can go. Oh, it's only at management. Yeah. So, once you're a manager, you go and, like, learn how to, like, run the store and whatever. I don't know if they still call it hamburger university, but it's like. I hope they do. Yeah. I really liked that. See, my first job was a lifeguard. Um, oh, very different. <laughs> yeah. Well, so growing up in our neighborhood, we just, every neighborhood that I grew up around, it was always a circle. There was a lake in the middle, and then there was always a pool. Like, classic Fancy. suburbia. Okay. And, well, when you were 12, you could go to the pool by yourself as long as you could pass the swim test. Oh, yeah. Well, I went to, like, level 7 swim lessons because my mom was, like, you need something to do to keep you active. And so off you go. And so I took that and my elementary school gym teacher was the pool manager at my neighborhood pool. You had an in. I I had like another set of eyes. I couldn't get in trouble for anything. I always got in trouble because apparently we always left pizza boxes and wrappers and things. I always cleaned up my mess. My friends were just messy. (laughs) And so you could be a lifeguard the summer before you turn 16 if you had a work permit. So I started doing that because I have a late birthday. Uh-huh. And so I was a lifeguard from being a late birthday, I guess, the summer before my junior year through my first year out of college. I worked two jobs. I did my first job out of college, and I was a lifeguard on the weekends. Oh. And as you progressively – came back, you got a race. Every summer you got a, like a race. And if you got more certifications, you also got a race. Cool. So you could be a lifeguard. Well, I was a sub because I was so young. So I was a substitute lifeguard. Then I became a full-time lifeguard the next summer. Then I got my water safety instructor so I could teach swim lessons. Wow. And then I became the, like the pool manager. I was an assistant manager. Um, I was a full-time manager by how many hours I was there. And then if I didn't want to do anything specifically, I could pass it off to my boss. You really (laughs) swam up the chain there. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) The dad joke. There it is. 
See, took three episodes, but we got one. <laughs> I could have never been a lifeguard. I always wanted to, but I sank like a rock. You won't let me teach you how to swim, I and it really hurts my feelings. Swim. I just can't do it. Like, I don't care what I do. I've had swim lessons probably 10 times. I once taught a man who had 3% body fat how to float. I could teach you how to swim. But you can't teach me how to not be afraid of drowning. Well, yes, I can because it's all mental and they teach you that in swim lessons. They literally teach you the science behind they not did drowning. They not teach me that. At well, my swim you lessons. apparently didn't have a very good swim instructor. Were they Red Cross certified? Yeah. Well, they cheated on their test. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I would say from. That was definitely my. Well, obviously it was my first job. But I would also probably say that that was my favorite job. Like your favorite, like, kid job? But, like, my favorite job ever. Oh, wow. Like, for sure. You want to know why? Because you get free exercise because uh -huh. you're just outside all day. Yeah. You get a tan. My hair naturally gets highlighted, so that's just, like, an added perk. You do. And yeah. I don't know. You're just, you're just in comfy clothes all day. It's true. Like, I'm really envious of the guy at the pool that I go to in the wintertime because he's a career lifeguard. I just don't want to move to Florida, and I don't like indoor pools that much. I like them, but I don't like them. Like, I want to be an outdoor lifeguard for forever. Yeah. In a place like this. I don't want to go to Florida. Sharks. Yeah. Riptides. I'm really afraid of riptides. But yeah, I will say that I learned a lot in that job. It was interesting because being 15 and then having to tell, like, a full-grown dad, like, that they're in trouble, like... For whatever reason, dads like to jump in two and a half feet of water headfirst. What? I don't know why, but they do it. So, like, 15, yelling at a 45-year-old, like, what the rules are from your lifeguard chair is kind of scary the first time you have to blow the whistle. Yeah. Because at that point in time, like, you don't know your dynamic and your authority yet. So that's, like, uncomfortable. And then you get over it. <clears throat> yeah. I feel like... Your job and my job were very different because you were the one doing the yelling. And at McDonald's, I was the one getting yelled at. Mm. <laughs> I never yell at the people at McDonald's. No. And see, and I think. I do get upset when the ice cream machine doesn't work, which I've heard is a lie. See, ours always worked. Like, I never had a problem with it. But um, I think one thing that I will take with me for the rest of my life was that feeling of getting yelled at. Like, I am a 16-year-old and I'm getting screamed at for not having McNuggets or, you know, right. whatever it is. And I think that has just taught me to be kind in general to any food service worker, you know, mm -hmm. like, like I know it's not their fault. So it's also a good safety tip. Like they can spit in your food. <laughs> See, I never did anything like that, but yeah, I mean, it's like, you just, it, it you have a little more you. grace yeah. towards the person. It really taught me to just like, not get mad over stuff that I know that person in the window has no control over. Right. Well, I mean, obviously, you're not the one who's placing the orders for the store. You're 16. I know. Like. I know. You probably didn't even get yourself there until you got the car because you got the job. But, like, otherwise, you're getting dropped off or walking. I used to walk to my job because it was close enough to where I live, so I walked. I got a ride if I went to, like, a neighboring pool. If I wasn't um, at my normal pool when I was subbing, I would get a ride. But my mom picked me up. All the time because it was too it was too far to walk at night. Like I could get anywhere during the day, mm -hmm. but it was too far to walk at night because they didn't have all the sidewalks and everything built. Because some of these pools were like literally across town, yeah, or like in new developments that I just didn't even know existed, except for the fact that the pool was built. 
I would say though, for moving from that, it was funny because I went from lifeguard to sales. Oh, okay. And I got asked an interview question of like, why do you think you'd be good at sales? Or like, why are you interested in sales? And I was like, and I was just pretty honest. I was like, well, you guys called me back. I got the interview. <laughs> and I was like, I need the practice like interviewing. But I was like, I think I'd be good at sales because I had to sell the idea of following the rules. That was verbatim my answer. <laughs> That's a good answer. And I was like, you have to sell the idea to follow the rules so people don't die. Yeah. So if I was like, if I can sell rules and a concept, I was like, I'm pretty sure I can sell other things. Yeah. So I don't know how I got the job. <laughs> so you had, um, you worked at the pool until like college and then you worked at sales after or? Every summer um, from high, through high school, through college. And then I just didn't want to give it up. Yeah. So I got my very first big girl job. It was Monday through Friday. I did business to business sales. And on the weekends, I still worked at the pool. Uh, the first round of swim lessons, I attempted to make it on time and that just didn't work. But I was there every weekend after that. I just didn't want to give it up. I was like, it's extra money and yeah. why not? So. Yeah. See, like I kind of hopped around at jobs through college. <laughs> like I worked at McDonald's from I guess I was a sophomore, sophomore, junior, and senior, and then part of my freshman year of college. But then after that, I um, quit at McDonald's and then worked at a grocery store for like two years. Okay. What did you do at the grocery <clears throat> store? Checkout counter. Okay. Aren't there different tiers in a grocery store? Like you're either checkout, you can get the carts, produce, or do they kind of like rotate you based on the day? No, it's kind of like you have your own thing. Like you okay. either check out people, you get the carts, or like stock the shelves basically hmm. and it got to the point where i hated being a cashier and did people yell at you there too absolutely i would get screamed at all the time like if someone's card was declined or we didn't have um reese's cups or <laughs> whatever <laughs> did that actually happen yes somebody and, got mad at you because you didn't have reese's cups yeah and so um wow i would like beg to stock shelves i thought it was so fun it would be you like, are an organized person, so yeah. that probably satisfied that part of your brain. Absolutely, and I was like, I would like race myself to see how fast I could put like boxes up. Like mm -hmm. it was a game. I loved it. Oh, that's funny. So Dan, when he was younger, would go to work with his mom, uh -huh. and she works in a or at the time she did worked in a like a warehouse like environment, and they would have like a certain amount of things that they had to like move and unpack and stock. And Dan would race his mom. <laughs> like, that was a thing. That's so funny. Yeah. I, the closest I've ever gotten to working in, like, a retail or a food environment is still my first sales job. Like, yeah. at first it was, like, the office, but we weren't in an office and there was no Michael Scott. And then. <laughs> there never is. <laughs> thank goodness. Um, it's funny in a TV show, but I think in real life it would be miserable. Yeah. Um, but then we switched and I didn't do business to business anymore, but I did retail as a vendor. And that was always really funny. Yeah. Because as like a 23-year-old, I'm representing this massive organization doing sales for them. And like for all these policies that I didn't know existed, I would get yelled at. And I was like, and I finally just got to the point where I was like, sir or ma'am, I'd be like, I'm 23. Like, I'm glad you think I have that power. I know. But like, I'm the sales rep. And I was like, I'm in a big box retail store. What kind of power do you think I have? 
I know. That's it's like, also the one that has like the sun as the thing, as the logo. Oh. So like, I know the dynamic of every store when I go into one. The I can one tell that sells you. Walls. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell you where everything is in it by the back of my hand. I had a ferret pop out once. Ew. That was funny. That's another another podcast, another story. But... <laughs> Those stories are great. I could write a book. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. So, dream job. Uh, my dream job. It's so hard to say, but like, I feel like I would have to go with dermatologist. That's a that's a big leap. Yeah. Not like a big leap that you can't do it, but it's just so different from what you do now. Yeah. Because you've worked in social work, dermatologist. Like, well, those are not the same things. I really enjoy watching Doctor Pimple Popper. On TLC. Fair. That is like liberating. It is such a good show. And you know, I'm like, you know what, Sandra Lee? I could easily be your sidekick. Like, she has those girls that work with her that, like, assist and like, the cyst removals and whatever. Like, Ugh. that could be me. The cyst is when I can't watch anymore. <laughs> I really want the tool to, like, get blackheads and stuff because that looks just great. Yeah. And I think she's ruined me. Like, I get yelled at whenever I go after a blemish. But... <laughs> I'm always just like I just wanted to I just wanted to pop like on Dr. Pimple Popper and it yeah. never it, it never does and it hurts my feelings. Like I never pop my own pimples like cuz I know better than to do that but like I would love to pop them on someone else. I don't have that discipline. <laughs> you want to know who gets pimples a lot? Who? Babies. Did what? you know that? No. Babies get lots and lots of acne. I don't know why it's not the same kind of acne that you get when you go through puberty. But they get acne. Where? On their nose. Not oh. like a lot. Like they're not breaking out like I am at the moment. But <laughs> they they get them. And it's just like a cute little baby pimple because it's cute and on a baby. You have clear skin. I don't want to hear it. I do not. I do not at all. I don't see anything there. Um, but we're also outside. I'm glad it's dark. Um, so <laughs> what's your dream job? Um. Well, if I could get paid an anostric, like an anostric. An astronomical, that really, that word is really hard to say. I almost said astronaut, and I don't want to be an astronaut. Um, amount of money, I would think I'd go back to being a lifeguard just because I loved it. I loved playing with the kids. I loved teaching them how to swim, building that confidence in them, and just making sure that they were always safe around water. I just, oh, yeah. it was so much fun. They were so cute. My dad used to come watch me teach swim lessons because he was so proud of, like, Aww. what was going on. And he'd be like, yeah, honey. I'm like, shut up, dad. Like, I'm the teacher. <laughs> what a dad thing to do. Oh, my Lanta, my dad. Such dad. But um, I think I'd be a good NASCAR driver. Kara, I... Straight up NASCAR <laughs> driver. <laughs> See, I think that you would be because I would be watching from the stands. <laughs> because being in the car with you, it definitely feels like the Indy 500. You have told me, and you are not the only person to have shared this with me, that I am the fastest yet safest <laughs> driver on the road. I mean, that is very true. However, I'm just a left lane driver. I use my blinker. I know where my exit is. You just let me move past everybody else. I'm always passing trucks on the left side like you're supposed to. <laughs> I always let them in. I'm a very courteous driver. I mean, you definitely follow all of the road safety rules except for the speed limit. And I don't even go that fast. I know that I was definitely gripping the handles when we went out to Robinson to the, go to the movies last year. Those people were in the way. Okay. And it was Marshall's, not the movies. We went to the movies. 
Oh, yeah, we did go to the movies. Forgot we went and saw Knives Out. That was I, a good movie. I remember that drive because I feel like my life flashed before my eyes. You got there safely. I got there. And on time. I got there before the movie started. <laughs> That's really what you need to do because you need popcorn. You got to pick a seat. Oh, you got to watch Maria Menounos and like what's coming up. It's important. I blame it on growing up by the Beltway, but NASCAR <laughs> driving. I'm telling you. I went to one, I, I went to a race one time and I was in the pit. I went with a friend. She had a friend who was interning. We got tickets. We tailgated in the parking lot, made some friends. And obviously, and we were in the pit. Now, I can't ever go to a NASCAR race ever again. I don't even like NASCAR. I'm going to start calling you Danica Cara. There we go. I think she and I would be friends, though, for real. I think you could be friends with a stump. So I'm <laughs> going to agree. What theme would my car be? This is getting like, oh, ooh, man. we need to think of a theme for my car. Truly. Truly. Or M&M's. <laughs> oh, both. Because they can have more than one logo. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I don't know how we're going to merge all the colors together, but like, you can do it. It's going to happen. So, NASCAR, if you're out there sponsoring, Kara is available. I'm just saying, take a test ride. <laughs> I will take a test ride. It's fine. <laughs> I can't change a tire, but I'm really impressed. You don't have when to change a tire. Little... You have four people that do it. I know, but I just feel like that would be a really good training exercise. So, you appreciate your pit crew. It's like appreciating like your linemen in football. The driver's the quarterback. Your pit crew are your linemen. You take them out for stake when you win a game. That's all you have to do. You take them out. You give them, like, a thank you card. I'm really good at thank you cards. You are? Yes. I send thank you cards for everything. I know. So what would you say was your worst job and or worst experience at your best job? My worst job, hands down. I worked at an Italian restaurant. That is not what I thought you were going to say. So what, you have too many meatballs? <laughs> like grandma was like, eat the meatball. No. So while I was working at the grocery store, I was also working at a restaurant. And so I was working, I worked at the grocery store in the morning and Does then I'd leave. Smell? I feel like this is a lot on your feet. I feel like your feet would smell. No. And so I would leave the grocery store and then go straight to my restaurant job and work there at night. Okay. And um, it was like a local family restaurant, whatever. And... They were so mean to me. Really? They, they made me cry because I had only worked there a couple months and they would like literally berate me in front of everybody if I would make a mistake. Oh my gosh. Like if I would ring something in to like the computer wrong, they would sit there and scream at me like in my face in front of everybody. And Ugh. it was awful. Like I I went in one day for my shift and it happened again and they were like if you don't know this menu by tomorrow blah 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 screaming in my face and i was like okay like i'll learn the menu tonight and i never went back they called me the next day because i didn't show up for my shift but i was like why would i come back you're screaming at me like every single time i'm here and they would make me do all of the back end stuff like i had to do like all of the silverwares i had to like clean all the glasses like do everything no one helped me just all the minute no one no one wants to do it but it needs to get done because it's important so it was all on you and then they yell at me if I didn't get it done but they'd stand there and like talk or like be on their cell phones and not help me and yeah so I just I walked out very fun no never even went back to get my last paycheck oh wow 
Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I've never worked in food. And I can't... I don't know. I don't know if I've ever had, like, a job that I've absolutely hated. But I've definitely had moments of jobs that I've hated. Like, I didn't... There were just, like, rough days, I yeah. think. I... I don't like confrontation. I would get yelled at by customers, like, for things that I have no control over. Like, and I would laugh about it and I would train the mentality about it. Like, getting yelled at by a person in their PJs at 2.30 in the afternoon who's missing eight teeth <laughs> really doesn't sound like something that you would really worry about. But, like, when it's the 47th person in the first hour that you've been there. It gets to you. It gets to you. Yeah. And you're just like... Like, why is everybody so angry? Because I used to talk to, like, 250-plus people a day. Like, wow. I'm in a big box store. Mm -hmm. So, and I would, like, we would be in a high-traffic area. And it's not, it wasn't always so bad, like, unless you were by yourself. If you were already having a bad day, it didn't, it certainly didn't help anything. That was for sure. And, like, if it was the early time of the month and, like, my hormones are out of whack, like, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just, I'm crying. Like, That's I'm already a crier. Like, I was just like, all right, bathroom, <laughs> crying. Oh, I've cried in a bathroom more times than I can count. I just feel like getting yelled at no matter where you are is just the worst. Yeah. And it's over like stupid stuff. Like, yeah. you don't have my channel. I'm sorry because I'm <laughs> the cable company. Like, I know. Hello. Like, I'm the same age as your kid that's standing around. Oh, mm hmm. That was the moments I hated the most. Yep. But it was somebody my own age who just wanted to be a butt nugget because we were the same age and I was like you you can step off there sir like yeah. or ma'am I'm working like don't look down at me like I'll trip you I could yeah. also just make up something I'm friends with the store manager like I'll just get you thrown in jail like oh, retail man. jail like you would be friends with a store manager I mean they were the, I had to be safe like I'm at these stores till 9 30 I was at a store till midnight once like yeah. to hit a bonus I bet I'm telling you <laughs> Big box retail security and I, we were tight. And I got free stuff. <laughs> it was great. You just got to know who to be friends with in these scenarios. Yeah. So I will say, though, work environments will keep me at a job longer than the job itself. Yeah, I can definitely agree. Like, if you just love going to work every day, regardless of what you're doing, it really makes a difference. Yeah. <clears throat> I did that for a really long time. When I did my first sales job, we changed clients a lot. And I just loved the environment. It was so much fun. We had such a great time. I got burnt out after a while. So I switched roles um, and switched companies altogether. But it was funny because in one position, it was like you were rewarded not only financially, but you were rewarded just like in positions. So I grew the ladder a lot. But yeah. in the other role, I had a lot of like the back end benefits. And I'd never had a job with benefits. And since I'm getting older, and even though my best friend and her husband are nurses and in the medical field, they can't fix every problem I have. So I was like, I need to start being able to pay for these things. Yeah. And so it was funny. But that role, I left that position just because I didn't like management. Management was making a lot of decisions that I just didn't agree with. And I was really sick of it because I wasn't going to be able to change it. Yeah. And I voiced it. And I just finally was like, you know what? I have a lot of control and I'm doing really, really well, but I'm not valued. Like if I'm doing double the work of five other people 
and you're not willing to give me a raise and change my position. And of course they blamed it on COVID because this did just happen this past year. Yeah. But if I do the math, you can give me what I'm asking for because they've made you seven times that. Yeah. Like this doesn't hurt your bottom line. It only just keeps me. So pick one. Yeah, you have to be valued. And so I left and now <clears throat> you recruited me to work for your husband. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny how that happens. Got that job just by being your friend. If only it was over that simple. But it was funny because I got the first, the other job that you technically stole me from. Um, that job was funny because I talked to engineers all day. And I think I got that job just because I told the guy interviewing me that my dad was an engineer. So I knew how to talk to them. <laughs> verbatim another interview answer oh my goodness i feel like we should do another segment on interviews and what to say that'd be a good one we could do that yeah i don't know if i should be modeled off (laughs) if you want more tips on interviewing let us know um one thing we do want to get everyone's opinion on we decided we are going to have a contest um so we need an opening line we need to get something that will get everybody's attention, um, something we can say at the beginning of every podcast. So we want our listeners to let us know what you want to hear. Um, so submit us your request or your ideas by Halloween, and the winner will get a Truly Honest t-shirt. So DM us on our Instagram or leave us a comment at truly underscore honest KL. Um, we also want to hear what you guys think about our podcast. Um, let us know if you want to hear anything on a future episode or if you want to be a guest. Um, just let us know. So um, just like, subscribe, leave us a review, hit that fifth star, and listen to us on your favorite podcast platform. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>